Hi, folks. It's time to put your mouse ears on for the Mouse Ears podcast with Brooks, Kara, Kelton, and Steph, where we discuss all things travel, but mostly Disney. Brought to you by Fairytale Journeys Travel. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Mouse Ears podcast. Uh, tonight we have the dynamic duo. It is Ladies Night plus Brooks. Uh, Kelton is on a much needed vacation. Um, but we have Kara with us. How are you doing, Kara? Hello there. And we have Steph. How are you doing, Steph? Hey, hey. <laughs> I want, I want to thank y'all for inviting me to ladies' night. I, I've, I'm really enjoying this so far. <laughs> Absolutely. We just need some tunesies here. Tunesies oh, and some eye masks. And, some, and, cu- uh, some, some cucumbers and nice uh, <laughs> pimento cheese sandwiches. Oh, you guys, I meant to pour myself a glass of wine and I didn't do it. <laughs> Darn it. All right. I may have to take a pause here at some point. But it, I wanted to mention that Kelton is in Disney because the poor thing. Yeah. Hadn't been there oh. for so long, and he was just about like at his breaking point. So thank heaven, he's in Disney. We're so, so happy for him. Yes. He's he's already rubbing it in. Well, no. <laughs> if he couldn't be here, we're glad he's there. Absolutely. So, oh, definitely. So uh, we have a. Uh, I, I'm excited about the episode we have tonight. Um, we are talking about Run Disney. Um, a lot, you may be a lot of people. You may be asking yourself, "What is Run Disney?" Well, Disney has Disney decided to create these races that you can do going through the parks, and they do five Ks, they do ten Ks, half marathons, full marathons, and it is truly if you've ever done a race it is nothing like a run disney race it is just the atmosphere the i would say the intensity of it um not like i'm going to just pass out from doing it but just everyone is so jacked and it is truly if you've never never done a run Disney race. I highly, highly suggest doing that. So we are going to be talking about tonight that tonight. Um, I have currently only done one, uh, run Disney race. I did the princess half marathon back in 2022. And Kira, I see your medal from your half marathon. Which one did you do? This is the half marathon from Marathon Weekend in January of 2020, approximately two months before all heck broke loose. Yeah. So, uh, but we are, we're going to dive into the different races that they have and also the history of Run Disney. Um, So Run Disney, the first ever race that they held 
was back in 1994. So they've been doing this for 29 years. Mm. And they started off, they started off with the just going for it for the uh, Walt Disney World Marathon. So that's 26.2 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, I've walked a lot in Disney. I, I've never done 26.2 <laughs> in one day. Yeah. A pretty typical day at Disney is what? Like right around 10 miles? Roughly, so. yes. So yeah. almost triple that. And, you you yeah. typically close your rings on your Apple Watch. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then mm-hmm. after the uh, the race that they did in Walt Disney World in 1994, they also then held a Disneyland marathon in five mm. and five K, then in nineteen ninety five, um, and then, um, and during and during that time during the um, Walt Disney World marathon in nineteen ninety four, only five thousand five hundred and fifty eight runners um, were in the race. They definitely have more than that now. I feel oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> um, and at that point, there were only three parks to run through. Mm. Yeah, that's wild that the, this precedes Animal Kingdom. Didn't even exist yet. So, Could you imagine what that would have been like, though? I mean, old school Disney, classic Disney. Mm. That must have been so much fun. <laughs> so, and then in 1995, whenever they did it, uh, they ended up running through uh, Blizzard Beach. That was added to the course map um and then also with the 95 uh war marathon there were 75 spots open 75 spots rewarded to participants to run in this uh centennial running of the boston marathon Mm -hmm. and then they didn't even start recording uh the times electrically until 1996 so look at that that two years it's pretty old school I mean, and the and the way that they do it now, just the way technology, um, your tracker is in your bib. Like people yeah. can go, people can go on an app and follow you. Oh yes, um, yeah, you, that's so cool. So you can, and they they can see how well or how <laughs> not well you're doing. Um, You'll have to explain but, to our listeners what this bib is for so those that don't I, know. I, I usually have mine handy, um, and I don't. I don't see it right now. So basically, it lo- it looks like a piece of paper is is much more durable because it can withstand mm-hmm. the elements. Mm-hmm. Um, and you either pin it with safety pins to your shirt or uh, spoiler alert costumes. A lot of people dress up <laughs> for these races. Um, or I have. I actually have um, some race bib clips that mm. are so you don't put holes in your shirt right um and the tracker is actually on that bib so and on your race bib it has your race number um depending on so with the different races that they have for run disney um typically on most of, most of the race weekends they have a 5k a 10k and a half marathon they only do a marathon once a year for the uh, marathon weekend, which is in January. Mm-hmm. Um, so on 5Ks, you do not have to submit a time. Um, so mm-hmm. you don't have 
you can go to whatever corral I believe you want. Um, and all of this is done before the park opens. So you, you talk about getting up early for a rope drop that has nothing to oh, do please. with run Disney. Um, child's play. Yes. <laughs> rope dropping is child's play compared to this. I, I believe they start running buses at two thirty in the morning. Yes. Yes. So far and away, in my opinion, the most difficult aspect of these races is the, the, the wake up time and the starting time. Because the start so, time is 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. But by the time you get there, get to your corral, it's thousands and thousands of people. So it it's, takes a lot and a lot of time. So and then um, so with the 5K, you don't have to submit a time. Um, but with the 10K, half marathon and marathon, you have to um, submit what you believe your finishing time is and for if you depending on what time you have you may have to show proof that you can actually finish at that time because they have the faster runners go first and then the slower runners are in the um the backup corrals so they stagger the the start times um and you have to right. finish by a certain time because you're running before the park opens and you're running through the parks, which is to me, one of the absolute coolest things mm-hmm. um, f- with run Disney is being able to run. Like whenever I did the princess half marathon running through magic kingdom, running through the front gates running down main street, not just Mm -hmm. running with excitement because I'm finally at Disney, but Mm -hmm. just running. And it's, uh, typically it's still dusk and it's just, it's so pretty. Then running through the castle is just incredible. Um, but you have to, I think I would have to say, I mean, that's why most people do it. Cause when else do you get to, run through these parks like this. It's such a unique experience. And even though thousands and thousands of people do it in the grand scheme of things, like it's a very, very small percentage oh, of yeah. people that will ever get to have this experience. And it's, it's amazing. Now I have to ask for those mm-hmm. listeners that are probably thinking this, let's say you pay for your run Disney fee and mm-hmm. we'll get on, we'll, we'll touch on, on the topic of prices later on in this episode could you stay in the parks until it opens since you're in the park or do you need to buy a day ticket do you no, know you have to get a ticket yeah yeah it, it does not include admission into the parks right yeah so, it's, it's almost like a party ticket where you it's a totally separate thing good question without being without being able to have rides open but mm-hmm. they do a really good job with entertainment they have from what I've seen, I've never done one. Mm-hmm. They have characters out there. Oh, they've yeah. They've got a DJ out there. Yeah. Uh, they've got photo pass cast members out there. Shout mm-hmm. out to my buddy Alex, who is one um, and has taken awesome pictures in the mm-hmm. past. Um, but it is a whole party in and of itself, even if it's not what we typically consider a party with fireworks at Disney, right? Uh, especially at oh, 5, they have 6 fireworks. in the morning. They do oh, fireworks. They do. Well, oh yeah. Not not a whole fireworks show, but they do shoot no. off fireworks. 
Yeah. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah. So when I mentioned before, you know, the races start at five, <laughs> that's for, you know, Brooks was talking about the corrals, the faster runners go first in the front corrals. They start at five. Everybody else starts like, I don't know, whatever corral I was in, I can't even I, remember. I think we they were stagger on by 10 around. minutes. Yeah. I, well, no, it took a while. By the time I actually went over the starting line, it was, I don't know, 536, something like that. Because it takes a long time for that many people to like get going. But, but yeah, they shoot off fireworks. And that's another thing besides running through the parks that is so... Um, that people love about these races is the characters. And we're not just talking like, oh, there's Mickey, there's Minnie, whatever. We are talking like rare characters that you would never see anywhere else. And, I, you know, just think of a rare character and they've they've probably been there. It's just amazing. So that's kind of another challenge because, hey, listen, if you're a runner and you can do this Without struggling too much, great. But if you're somebody like me, where it's like, God, I hope I finish this thing, you can't, you don't really have a lot of me time too. to budget it <laughs> to stop with these characters. So you kind of have to like balance it. It's like, okay, yes, I want to see this character, but I also want to finish this race. So it's funny. People kind of like figure that in when they're doing their training and kind of trying to figure out their, their timing and stuff. And I've seen people too that, um, they're definitely capable of finishing a lot sooner than mm, they do, mm-hmm. but they start in that beginning and like one of those first two corrals. And then they take the time, they go to the, uh, character meet and greets cause like they have, they have the photo pass photographers there and they're, a- and, uh, they take the picture and it will be on your photo pass. If you purchase the memory maker, um, <laughs> And then also, too, um, they at they pump music in all the speakers, and I tell you, when you when you're running and you are feel like you're struggling a little, and all of a sudden, uh, I can go the distance from Hercules comes in. The amount of adrenaline that flows through your veins. <laughs> It, that sounds like such a fun time. Oh, they oh <laughs> it it truly is a, a party and yeah and too and Kara talked about how a small number of people do would be able to do this. Um, Disney does limit how many runners um, are in each race. Um, they do so here in Charleston. They have the Cooper River Bridge Run every year in April, which is a 10 K and you run over, uh, the Cooper river bridge, which is a uh, Charleston landmark. And I want to say it is, I think the second largest race in America. Oh, wow. And I think one year, what, after, like the New York and, marathon or something? it's, uh, at the, it's either that or um, the Boston Marathon. Awesome. It's mm-hmm. it's one of it's one of the big marathons. That's the only mm-hmm. race that's bigger. But mm-hmm. it's something like it's tens of thousands of people. Yeah, running it and the one and I've done I've done that one twice, and there were people. They started the race and then basically like they they didn't 
they didn't stagger you based on what time you say you finish. Mm. It was when you get there mm. and we were over a mile back from the starting line Jeez. and we didn't start to over an hour after that race started. Yeah. So like people were done and running back by the time yeah. we even made it to the bridge. So yeah. run Disney, the way they do the corrals and everything, they, they have it. And it's a testament to how they, how Disney runs the parks and mm-hmm. everything else. They have it down to a science. And, right. And, it's just, again, we always talk about the Disney experience mm-hmm. and the Disney magic. Um, and I'm not really much of a runner. My last name is Walker. I say I'm not a runner. I'm a walker. Um, <laughs> I love but, that. But yeah, it's, it's even in my name. Um, but the magic that they put in makes me want to do another one. Mm. So... Disney's so good at that, aren't they? Yeah, but no, you're really you're totally are. right. And now let's face it, these runs are not cheap. Just like anything Disney, you know, you're you're gonna be paying um for it. But also like Disney, it's because of what you're getting. You're getting mm-hmm. quality just like anything else with Disney. And we've already talked about, you know, you're running through the parks, you're seeing these characters, the music is getting piped in. Honestly, I I know that doesn't sound like such a big deal, but hearing these Disney songs in the parks, I, I can't really explain it. There is something so cool about it to the point where I'm like, God, I wish they there were other times that they did this, you know, like it's just, it's so, so cool. But so I've been to, I've only actually run one event, but I've been to a bunch because my husband has been doing the goofy challenge for years, which I'll go into what that is. But so I've been there for the marathon weekend several, several times. And it, the energy is just so great. But having done the half my the half marathon, I got to see the logistics and like everything else, Disney, it is a well oiled machine. They have thought of everything like things you wouldn't have even thought to think about. They've got it covered. They've got it like squared away. I was telling these guys right before we came on um, one year. Now, this is funny because people will ask about me, ask me about weather in January, if it's gonna be cold. And I'm like, well, I've been there when I've been completely bundled up in a hat and gloves. And I've also been there when they had to cut the marathon short because it was 90 degrees out. So they were already running this marathon. My husband finished the full course, but about after about half the runners finished, they abbreviated it. They took out the um, Blizzard Beach portion and rerouted the runners so that it, you know, it was a little shorter course. They do this stuff on the fly. Like you have to be so coordinated and so on top of things to be able to make changes like that so quickly, get the communication out. Like it's unbelievable. So again, you know, they've got the med tent set up. They've got, you know, just every thing is covered the 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 start like brooks was just saying yeah they're not going to just have people jumbled in like they're going to do this methodically the buses it, you know it's funny when it first started there were only a few resorts where you know that people would stay at because that's where the buses would go from but now it's every resort every resort has buses that go to the the beginnings of the races so you don't have to worry about that anymore what resorts stay at but um that's all 
coordinated and again starts running so early so it's just you know you're you're getting what you're paying for basically so it's it's just incredible they they think and, everybody, yeah. i felt totally safe you know you didn't have to worry about like oh my god what if something happens like there are people they have so many volunteers it it's just it's just a fabulous fabulous experience from practical to the magical and then they also, in addition to the buses, they also run the monorails as well. Mm, right. Um, yeah. And then uh, people can also experience it too uh, as spectators. They don't mm -hmm. have to run it because um, my wife was able to uh, help cheer me on whenever I did it. And I started off, um, she left me at Epcot because there was only a certain point that she... Um, she could follow me to and then couldn't go any further. Uh, but then she took the monorail and just went to Magic Kingdom and was able to camp out and mm -hmm. um, actually saw the sunrise coming over the mm -hmm. castle. Yeah. Um, by the time I got there, it was already the sun had already risen because yeah. I, I was I was mainly walking. Mm -hmm. um, but Wait, does your wife have pictures of the sunrise over the uh, over the castle by any uh, chance? I think so. I'll ha I'll have to check in our put albums. it in the Facebook. I think we <laughs> so, all want to see it. Um, but and as Kara was talking about how they have it as a, they Disney has it as a well oiled machine, they also have it to where they get everyone out before the park opens because, like I said, you're running Except through the park. Except for the marathon, the yes, the one marathon, weekend yeah. where they have the marathon, it is still There's, going when yeah. Epcot opens. But they've got that they they're like conducting yeah. traffic basically. They'll like stop people to let runners through, and then they'll let some people go. So it that only lasts for like r right at open, but it right. does it is still going while Epcot's open, which is kind of right. cool actually. So, but for all the other races, half marathons, mm -hmm. 10Ks, they all finish before the park opens and you don't even see any uh, any evidence of it when the park yeah. opens. Which um, is phenomenal, again, that incredible. Disney magic. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and one way that they make sure of this is the dreaded balloon ladies. <laughs> mm. um, so Disney uses, uh, it's these women that... Um, they usually, they are, you see them, they have balloons tied to them and they set um, a certain pace. It's a 16 minute mile pace, mm -hmm. um, which is you can do that with a brisk walk. So that's the minimum pace that you have to keep in order to be able to finish before the park opens. Um, so, and, and we were talking about before and I actually, I didn't know this before because whenever I did it, that was my only goal was uh, to beat the balloon ladies. Mm. So if as you're running, if the if they pass you, it's called being swept and they escort you off the course. They put you on a bus and take you to the finish line. Um, that was my only goal is to not get swept up by the balloon ladies. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, like I was able to. Oh, yeah, it's and. Mm -hmm. Depend. I mean, and there's a lot of people that they train and something happens, um, they get swept up. But and again, I didn't know this until we were talking. As long as you cross that start line, even if you get swept up, you do get a medal. Mm -hmm. um, and that 
that was I wanted my medal so bad. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, yeah. So um, just to give like a quick overview of the events throughout the year. So Run Disney now has four events um, throughout the year. This is in Disney World because the Disneyland races were gone for years. They have finally brought the Disneyland race back, which people are so excited about. But the four in Disney World are Marathon Weekend, which is in the beginning of January. And again, that is the only weekend that has a full marathon. This, well, in 2024, it is... January 3rd to the 7th. Then there is Princess Half Marathon, which is the one Brooks did. That's at the end of February. And that is February 22nd to the 26th. So that's the 5K, the 10K, and the um, Half Marathon. There's the Springtime Surprise, which is April 18th to the 21st. And then there is... I'm doing that one. Oh, oh, yeah. You said you signed up for that. And then there's... Wine and Dine in the fall um, in November, which we don't have the 2024 date, but it's coming up, you know, next month, um, November 2nd to November 5th. So those are the four that take place in Disney World. And I don't really want to spend too much time talking about something that doesn't exist anymore, but, you know, Disney World's been bringing back a lot of stuff. Uh, something they haven't brought back is our ability to book... Um, race packages. Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish they would bring it back. It was so much easier for runners because they could, you know, contact one of us travel agent and we can, we could book for you a race package that included your race bib or bibs. And that then you were done. You were registered easy. Now they don't have those anymore. And everybody has to go through general registration, which is almost as challenging as the races themselves. You know, it's kind of almost like a virtual queue, you know, where you have to be online, you know, you have to know the date that the registration opens, you have to have your computer going, your phone going, maybe another computer and, you know, refresh, refresh for when the races drop and then try to register as quickly as you can, because these things sell out quite quickly. Um, And unfortunately, everybody has to do that now. I I really hope they bring back these race packages because it was just such a fantastic way for people to get registered and then not have to deal with that general registration. Um, But we can obviously still help you, though. You get registered for your race and then contact one of us to book your weekend, you know, book your package for where you want to stay, which also is very good to do, um, you know, even ahead of time, you could even book that ahead of time before you even register, kind of get a jump on things because, you know, a lot of people especially like to stay in the Epcot resorts because, you know, the race is finished there at Epcot. I know marathon weekend, we always hung out in Epcot on the last day. Um, so people like to be in that area. They like to be on the, um, Skyliner, you know, so it's just good to get the resort you want you know, ahead of time. And then if you end up not getting the race, well, then you can get your, you know, your deposit back. Um, so and I just like how... to point out too, I just want, I like to point out too, and these race weekends are typically some of the um, busier weekends for Disney. Um, Cause I have, I actually have a friend that is doing the uh, wine and dine 
race in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And my wife and I were going to try to, to surprise her and come and cheer for her. And we were even going to dress up Ellie in like a little cheerleader costume and everything. Mm -hmm. And we went to book a resort and almost all the resorts are sold yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. So the last thing you want to do is, yeah, you've registered for this race and oh gosh, now you have nowhere to stay, you know? So you definitely want to try that at a time. And like this wine and dine, this goes right into Jersey week. You've got this, the second to the fifth, and then Jersey week starts right after that. So it's, you know, it, those, those dates sell out pretty quick. Um, so it's just something you want to stay ahead of. And, oh, and then the Disneyland half is January 11th to the 14th. So I know so many people on the West coast are just so, so happy about that being back. So I wanted to bring up something mm -hmm. as a non runner, but mm -hmm. someone who um, does have an athletic background, um, and can be competitive. Um, you don't necessarily, you know, have to go into something like a marathon uh, unprepared. Um, what do I mean by that? So Disney's website, rundisney.com, if you go on there, obviously all the details that you could possibly need from Run Disney can be found there. But beyond that, something that they have that I think is awesome and call it like a free perk for those that are running or not running, they have a link for training programs within this Run Disney site. Now, these are training programs um, that have been developed by former Olympian and Run Disney trainer Jeff Galloway. And what's really, really cool is that they have like a 13-week training program, 18-week training program, so on and so forth for anyone to go on and download. Let's say you want to be a little bit more prepared and not be scared off by these balloon ladies. Um, this is a way that you could potentially prepare and, you know, get the most out of it, especially if, you know, something like the meat and grease is something that you want to take advantage of, which who wouldn't, especially mm -hmm. if it's a, a character that you typically don't see. So what's cool is they have programs for beginning uh, beginners, and they also have programs for experienced runners, all mm -hmm. to download, all for free. Yeah. They even have running tips too, and just a lot of great information to be able to prepare, whether you're planning to walk, run, skip, jog, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, if you plan to dance your way through, all of that. It can be found here, and it, it also gives you some good tips for motivation because I know I'm someone who I'm, I don't like cardio. <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. And some of the tips that Jeff Galloway also includes beyond the training programs, for instance, tips to stay motivated, mm -hmm. how to beat mental blocks, mm -hmm. um, what what recommendations for where to go running to change things up, what to do in preparation the 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 days like mm -hmm. 24, 48 hours before you run, mm -hmm. um, what does your cool down and recovery look like? So, you know, this can be for anyone and everyone. I mean, we've mm -hmm. talked about it time and time again how Disney just is so good to accommodate to everyone and to target everyone. Yeah. So, and this is something that you think, oh my gosh, I just, I don't like to run. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. we, they got you covered mm -hmm. and safety above all all else. So um, I think that's super cool. I, I don't feel like most, um, I don't know, companies that do 
races or fundraisers or charities that do races uh, have things like that. Maybe a little cheat sheet, if you will. But this is like we're talking multiple tabs that Disney has dedicated and sheets to download just so that you can be prepared and have the right tools to go into something like this so that, you know, you're having a fun time. You're not discouraged. You're not just, um, you know, bowing out and giving up to the balloon ladies. So that's my tidbit. I feel like that's really cool. And I would love for more people to know about that as well. It is such a good point. And you're so absolutely right about Disney making things accessible for people. Um, And the great thing about Jeff Galloway is because, you know, a lot of people, including myself, are like, wow, you know, I'm really not a runner. Well, his program and his even way of doing the races focuses mainly on running and walking. It's like, run this much, walk this much, run this much, walk this much. So you're not, I mean, obviously you could jog the whole thing if you want to, but it's, it gives you options. It it tells you how to determine your pace, how to determine your walk, jog ratio, you know, this, this whole science behind it, which really gives you the confidence to train and train carefully because you know they don't want people going out there and trying to do so much and then being you know dropping out right so So. you don't you don't get you don't get discouraged Mm -hmm. you know and 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 it really provides a an accessible uh good habit right that's that's the key and And if i sorry sorry. (laughs) (laughs) i was just gonna say one more thing i promise i'll i'll stop about the training but I just kind of wanted to throw in there because it just goes to the testament how, again, Disney, it's just targeting all kinds of audiences, right? Well, when the race first started back in 1994, it wasn't called Run Disney. It was actually called Disney Endurance Series. So I think, you know, that's a really neat thing. Again, just going back to the fact that it's accessible for everyone, but it, it they do it in a way where you're not discouraged you want to keep going and heck i mean I, if i was doing this training i'd probably be listening to hercules as well even in my trainings and it's not like you don't have to train for 3 hours on a single day 7 days a week right there is a build there is you know that element of hey you have a life but we're going to get you to where you want to be so that you can get the results that you want i mean it's so cool it's so so cool to me <laughs> so yeah. and then uh, you were talking about how it was called the Endurance Series. And they, they've they done so many different things with the Run Disney. Uh, when we were researching for this episode, I started looking back at um, all the different races that they've done. They've done, they done a few triathlons. Um, and it, the coolest one to me that they did um from 2003 to 2007 they had a inline marathon and half marathon so it was people on rollerblades doing the half marathons that's crazy marathons and um i remember reading a story of it was a woman that she has i think she has participated in literally every single run disney event and, and she and I think she has said the by far the most interesting one was the rollerblading. <laughs> interesting. I'm sure that's a good word so. for it. 
Uh, that would be then, so fun. And then we had also mentioned uh, they have races in Disney World and Disneyland. Uh, they used to have uh, some races in Disneyland Paris. Um, they stopped those during COVID. Those haven't come back yet. But they also have a five a five k on Castaway K. Key. Yep. Key. Sorry. Uh, it's it's but, a tough one to remember. Um, but. And I've, I've known people that have, um, so Kira talked about previously, um, her husband doing the goofy challenge. So, um, a lot of these races, mm-hmm. if you do more than one of the races, so with, um, the marathon weekend, the goofy, cha- the goofy challenge is when you do the half marathon and the marathon, uh, and then they have one that's even more insane than that <laughs> called the Dopey Challenge. I think very aptly named because you have to be a dope in order to sign up for this. Um, but you do the 5K, the 10K, the half marathon, and the full marathon. Um, yep. And if you complete that, you complete the Dopey Challenge. And I think it's 48.6 miles over the course of four days. Yep. Why don't we talk about the prices real quick since we're going through all the different types of races that Disney offers. So I have it pulled up if you okay. guys want me to. Okay. okay. So, well, for instance, I will bring up the Disney, the run Disney springtime surprise weekend. Um, just to get an idea, this isn't, we all know that Disney loves to have uh, veritable prices that change on a whim and all the time. So, this is just uh, for this upcoming year in 2024. So, for instance, uh, uh, the Run Disney Springtime Surprise Yoga. Oh, we're not even going to touch the yoga. <laughs> we're not going to touch that. That is for a different episode. So, uh, real, well, real quick, the, the yoga thing is basically the day before the races start. Mm-hmm. You can sign up to um, before the parks open do yoga on main street usa in, in front of the castle that that's Which i would of, totally um, do this one is in um hollywood studios the springtime oh, surprise okay. one is in hollywood studios that's so cool yeah. i still think it'd be awesome to do that yeah. well anyways let's say you want to do the yoga for april 18th 2024 it's still open that would be about 111 dollars and 93 cents Moving on, then you got Neverland 5K. That's $107 with 99 cents. We got the Adventures Out There 10K, which is $150 and 99 cents. You got the Hakuna Matata 10 Miler, which is $212. That's mm-hmm. one I'm doing. And that I cannot open. wait to see pictures. I was yes. surprised. You can still register for that one, the 10 Miler in April. Come run that with me. That one is still open. Yeah. <laughs> Kelton, when you that- listen to this, come on. <laughs> Almost like Joey Fatone and friends. That's right. <laughs> then you've got the Stitches Ohana Challenge, which do we know? Let me just see if I, I believe can that's see. to doing the 5K, 10K, and the uh, half. Uh, I could be wrong in that. Let's see. Yeah, complete all three. Cha- yes, yeah. all three. And so that one, if my computer wants to load, one moment, please. 
And like Princess Weekend, they have the two course challenge, which is the 10K and the half. So there's different combos on different weekends. So the Stitches Ohana Challenge, which is all three races, that one is $485, which is sold out. Then you have the Run Disney Springtime Surprise Splash. That one is $85 and is still open. Well, that's, um, that's like a party, basically, at the water park. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, you have the virtual races. Mm. And those vary in price between $80 to $325. So we, so, have, we haven't even touched on that. So just real quick, all the, uh, all the races, the World Marathon Weekend, the Princess Half, the springtime surprise, the wine and dine. They even do like a summer series, and then they also mm. have a uh, twelve. Uh, they also have a twelve k of Christmas this year too. So, and that's doing a four k three days in a row. Um, they do virtual races, which uh, if you sign up for the virtual race, you get a participation shirt, just like you do with the if you do it in person. You get a medal, just like you do in person. And they even set up like you can set up mile markers. Um, They have different things. And also too, um, Run Disney also has an official playlist that you can download on Spotify and Apple uh, to just continue to get you extra pumped. That's cool. So it is because these not for nothing, but these medals are amazing. I wish people oh, yeah. would yeah. see them. I'll I'll post pictures, but they're absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous, substantial medals. And it's so nice because if you can't make the trip, you can't make the trip. But if you still want to, you know, do this, accomplish this, and get the medal, you can, which I think is such a nice option. Yeah, and the <laughs> virtual ones are usually, I mean, not usually, they are cheaper than the in person. Yes. So. The ones that I mentioned that are still open are the only ones that are open um, for 2024. Everything for the November 2023 race is all sold out. Mm-hmm. And that those prices vary between $105 as the lowest price to upwards of $389 as the most um expensive same with the walt disney world marathon weekend which is january 3rd through the 7th of 2024 all sold out those vary from 85 dollars for the virtual races to upwards of 672 dollars for that dopey challenge that you have to be absolutely dope to do yeah my husband, so eh. yeah, he's done the goofy challenge a few times and he was thinking about doing the dopey challenge, but he, he's like, basically, if you can do the goofy challenge, you can do the dopey challenge. And the hardest thing about it again is not only getting up so early, but getting up that early four days in a row. Like that is hard. And the money, he's like, it's just so much more money, not only for the registration, but to stay at, you know, if you're only going for that weekend for that to run, it's you have to stay at the resort for another two nights. But people do it. And I love, you know what I love? I love because there are people out there. It's a small group, but there are people out there who have done every single dopey challenge since it started. And they're called perfect dopies. I absolutely love that. And there's 
um, a couple of things I wanted to mention, like when we were talking about um, these races being accessible and everything, they also have um, a people who do it um, in like the racing wheelchairs. What are they called? Um, hand cycles. They have a whole group of people who race in their hand cycles. And that's really cool. Um, you can also bring a guide or get a guide to run with you if you need that. They used to have kids races. They have not brought back the kids races yet. However, older kids can do um, the races like for the 10K, the minimum age is 10. For the half, the minimum age is 14. And for the full, the minimum minimum age is 18. So, okay, that's not a kid, but. (laughs) Well, it's just not for the faint of hearted, even if you do practice um, or train beforehand, I should say. So um, what I, I, Brooks, you did such a great job with writing our show notes. Um, We talked about Castaway Key. We talked about virtual races. We talked about just the ambiance of it all. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about charities or? Yes. So uh, the so we talked about how hard it is to uh, sign up for these races. It is um, it's really almost like a lottery sometimes. Um, a lot of people will log in right at uh, 8 or 9 a.m. when the open you could put in a virtual queue, and by the time your number is selected, it could be all the all the races are sold out. Um, but there are also um, organizations that you can sign up to uh, participate in the races with and be able to fundraise and raise money for charity. Um, the one I this is the way I actually did it when I did the princess. Um, I did it through it's called Team Determination with the American Cancer Society, um, and actually I have found out about that um, from our um, from one of our guests that we had talking about Halloween Horror Night, Peter Burkhart. Um, he he was the one that uh, introduced me to the being able to do these races through these organizations. Um, and basically you, you have a certain, um, fundraising goal to me and they get so many bibs in order, um, to hand out. Um, and he was also the one that really introduced me to the run Disney. He has done the dopey challenge several years now and wow. um, he's at, I'm he's, impressed. He actually just ran the uh, Chicago Marathon here recently. That's uh, awesome. I believe he's training. I think he's doing the dopey again this coming year. Um, but this is also just another way that you know it's just great with Run Disney being able to have that as another way to be able to sign up for these races and. Um, also raise money for a great cause. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that, Brooks, because um, it's important. It's important to know that there you can do more with just run, run Disney, right? So there's one last thing that I wanted to mention before I forgot, and we talked about it before, 
And as our audience knows at this point, or hopefully they do, we know that Florida weather is very unpredictable and it rains a lot. Mm -hmm. So what happens if it rains and there's a run Disney race? Well, let me tell you what happens. Run Disney happens rain or shine. Mm -hmm. The only caveat is if it's lightning, um, but they'll delay and push it back as much as they can um, before having to take measures of cancellation. But that does not happen ever, if often. Um, as you know, with Florida weather, a lot of times it rains. And when it rains, it's like 30 minutes and then it's gone. <laughs> and then it's nothing but sunshine. So um, if you feel like that's a reason to not go and do a run Disney, don't. <laughs> don't, don't make that a reason. Um and they also you, have um, med tents. Um, they water stations, yeah, right? Water, oh, water, water and Powerade stations. Um, so, little fun story, real quick, about when I did mine. Um, I did the Jeff Galloway training program. Uh, I was I felt good going into it. Um, trained all through the winter. Felt great. Um, race day it was 20 to 25 degrees hotter than normally in florida um so whenever we started it was all already 80 something degrees and about mile marker three i went to grab some powerade and it tasted like pure waters um so i knew i was a little bit dehydrated so um and then about mile marker nine my I started getting cramps in my calves, so I had to walk the rest of the way. Mm. Um, but again, they had they had med tents where um, they can help you with muscle cramps, and also they have people just. We talked about the the ambiance and just the experience of it. The people running with you too are your biggest supporters. Um, they will encourage you. They say, hey, man, come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. whenever you cross that finish line, I bawled tears. <laughs> um, and That's it, so sweet. Because it, it was something that if you had told me a year previous that I was going to do a, a half marathon, I, I would have told you no, mm-hmm. no way, Jose, because, mm-hmm. again, I'm a walker, not a runner. <laughs> And I am, I think as Gabriel Iglesias calls it, fluffy. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the bigger side. and yeah. it. But again, it's Run Disney helps, I mean, helps you prepare with that, tra- that free training program that they give you. Um, and then just the encouragement on the race and at, if you ever do, if you ever want to do a race, I would say have your first race be run Disney, but also don't have your first race be run Disney because <laughs> if you say, like, oh, every race would be like this. No. 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 It's an experience. It is. A, if you do Disney first and then do another one. But because of what they, what they do, it is just. It brings people coming back, like that woman I read about that has done it for 29 years. Mm, amazing. 
yeah. Um, and I will say we we mentioned that it does bump up crowds, but you know, it's not. I don't think it's super prohibitive. The race weekends, you know, I don't want people to be like, oh no, that's a race weekend. We can't go that weekend. It's really not that bad. And to be honest, I I like going on those weekends. Like, you know, like I said, I've been there for so many of the marathon weekends and I've only run one, but I love it. The energy, it's different. It really is. It's a positive atmosphere. Oh, yeah. It's a supportive atmosphere. And I would just stand, you know, and watch and cheer people. I don't know these people. These are all strangers. I'm cheering for them like I know them. And everybody is. It's awesome. And yes, watching people cross the finish line, whether they're doing a 5k that they walked or a marathon, like it's this, listen, you know, I'm cheesy, but it's like watching people's dreams come true. It really is (laughs) what Brooks just said. For some people, this is one of the biggest accomplishments of their life and to witness it over and over and over as people cross the finish line. And as they come through around that final corner, it's awesome. I love the atmosphere of race weekend. So I don't, you know, I don't ever want people to think, oh, we shouldn't go then because for whatever reason, it's nice. It's, it's a good time to go, I think. And then seeing people walk around the parks yes, with throughout their the day with their medals. Yes. Which is so fun. I love that. I love that. Everybody's like, yep, I'm wearing them. The first year, my husband just did the half, the half or the full, I can't remember. He did one race. And then we were walking around Epcot the rest of the day and and everybody who does the goofy challenge gets three medals and everybody who does the dopey challenge gets five. Six. And they're all, you know, so as they walk around, they're making all this noise, they're clinking. And he's like, I want to clink. So literally the reason he signed up for the goofy is so he could clink. That is the reason. And we call it clinking and drinking. After you're done, you get to walk around world showcase clinking and drinking. That was literally his goal. So that's what we need done. to put that on a shirt. We, we need to know, put that on a funny. shirt. We almost did because we've designed a bunch of shirts and we almost did one. And you know, Stephanie, it's so funny that you just said that. I'm going to tell this story so incredibly fast, but I'm wearing my um, Sleepy Challenge shirt. So over the summer, July 2018, he signed up for the Goofy Challenge. And I said, okay, you do the Goofy Challenge. I'm going to do the Sleepy Challenge where I sleep and then I come meet you when you're done. He's a graphic designer. He threw together this design that he sent to me. Sleepy, the dwarf, sleeping. It says sleepy challenge. You know, this whole thing. thought it was funny. I posted it in a run Disney group. Just this design. People went nuts. They absolutely loved it. They're like, you have to make this shirt. You have to make it. Somebody shared it to another run Disney group. Somebody shared it to Reddit. Thousands and thousands of people were like, oh my God, this is awesome. You have to make this. And we were like, holy crap, you know? So, but we couldn't because it's sleepy. It's licensed. We can't do that. So we we made some for ourselves. That was it. We, did, we never sold any. And that was that. But I was getting contacted for months from people saying, do you have those shirts? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 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 sorry. We went to the marathon weekend that following January, sleepy challenge shirts. Disney made them. So when you, see, awesome. when you see the Sleepy Challenge shirts in Disney, that was our idea. But that was that is not awesome. our exact design, but it's very close. It's Sleepy, sleeping just like this. I slept while you ran. Yeah, you're welcome, <laughs> Disney. We did not charge them for that. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> so, okay. So this is 
what I've been waiting to, to ask you guys since we started this episode. Ooh. I don't know if you guys dressed up when you guys mm, ran. No. But <laughs> if you if you were to do an, another run Disney and would dress up, what would you dress up as? Would it be a character? Would it be specific colors? How would you go about your run outfit? You're right. We didn't talk to, about the costumes at all, which is crazy because it's such a huge part of this whole experience. People, of course, get so creative. They take it like it is unbelievable the costumes these people come up with. I did not dress up. I was so focused on please let me just finish this race. I didn't do it. I would dress up as whatever was like comfy and easy. <laughs> Sorry, you know, probably like some princess, whatever. My favorite that I probably ever saw was the guy who dressed up like Beverly. He dressed up like the tap of Beverly from um, Club Cool. That is awesome. Yeah. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I love seeing people get so creative. They're so so creative. So you wouldn't dress up if you did it again? Uh, Maybe. I might do like a cosplay kind of thing, like colors, you know, like for a certain princess or something like that, you know. Maybe a tutu. I didn't have a tutu. (laughs) What about you, Brooks? Um, I... I did not dress up for the, I dressed up as a runner on my, <laughs> yeah. the first one, uh, complete, complete with my knee braces and my, uh, my knee high socks. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. So that's something that, uh, my wife and I have been talking about since I signed up for the 10 miler in April. Am I going to wear a costume? What, if I do wear one, what am I going to be? So, actually, let's leave that up to our listeners. Mm. What costume? I love that. Oh, they can dress you with, for the springtime surprise. I love okay. that. And I, and I was just say within reason because there was someone <laughs> for the princess that was in like a full Winnie the Pooh <laughs> oh, costume, <geez>. like zip up, <laughs> and like no. I I don't know how that person no. made it through. No. So now um, you but, can't you can't see Brooks, but he has red hair. So that maybe could figure into it somehow. Just throwing that out there. But if you can think of like a yeah. good costume, and, and it's the Akuna Matata uh, ten miler. Okay, so right. I mean, if it can be Lion King themed, <laughs> I won't be I won't be able to hold Simba up for ten miles. <laughs> That's the other thing. I, people hold things. They have like props. I'm like, you people are crazy. <laughs> Oh, man. So if I were to do a race, which I hope at least one race is in my future. Mm-hmm. Um, There's 5Ks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably what I would end up doing. So, and I have thought about this before because I just, I have seen so many pictures and videos of people dressed up and they have so much fun. Mm-hmm. And um, again, I am athletic. I don't like running. It's just not my thing. I like weights, okay? <laughs> but but if I were to dress up, I would have to be a sidekick, most likely like a princess sidekick, like one of the animals. So, mm-hmm. hey, hey, or um, Olaf. No, not really Olaf. Mm-hmm. Any of the little animals and the critters that they have. Lick so, and, and Right. Any of the little critters – because I will never be in first place. <laughs> I will always be second to last. So that was always my mentality. And I'm like, if I were to dress up, I would 
only ever dress up as like the any critter animal. Yeah, I'm like totally spacing out. I can only think of Hey Hey, the freaking <laughs> chicken. Why? I don't know. Clearly, I have to be Hey Hey one day. You could be, you could be Iago or Pascal or. Yes, there we go. Pascal. That's the one I was thinking. <laughs> right. So, any of those critters, I feel like that'd be so fun. It's different. It still goes with certain themes. Like if you're doing princess. Uh, marathon, but yeah. anyways, that's what I would do. Just want to throw this out there, Kelton. We do a 5K. You be Gaston. I'll be LeFleu. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, okay. How do we make Set. this happen? It's still, oh. up. it's still open. Yeah, Kelton, this come on. This is a sign. Let's go. Well, me, and and Kara will, me and Kara will be cheerleaders with dopey shirts, though. Sure. <laughs> sure. We can do it. And then I, I didn't and I just thought about it. We didn't even talk about the expo that they have. Yeah, right. Oh, and the merchandise. Uh, yeah, all the merchandise. But then not only the the merchandise, but also they have several different vendors there. Yes. Um, um, you can learn about the like the uh, energy gels and uh, aftershock headphones, mm-hmm. and you just and also that's where you pick up your uh, bib and your shirt and everything yeah. and yeah you actually have to go to the expo yes to get your bib so yes, yes. and that's you have the you, um that's yeah, at the ESPN you zone. have to go yeah you can't have anyone go because you have to show your id and everything right but also is- they have they also have several different um photo ops there as well um, they want to corner you and have you buy merchandise <laughs> and how can you resist well, i wouldn't be able to uh you have to join a virtual queue listen it's disney it, you know, of course, everybody wants everything. So you have to join a virtual queue to get the merch. I mean, it's, you know, it's like anything else. It's just everybody wants all the cool stuff. So, but yeah, no, you have to go to the expo ahead of time, like at least the day before um, your race to pick up your bib. They have to sign a waiver, you know, all that kind of good stuff. And that's at the ESPN area. So, okay. Well, I all think kinds of goodies. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody ready oh. to sign up or what? Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and, <laughs> and Kelton's probably like, I'm not going to miss another episode because Bruce just keeps. <laughs> he just volunteered to me volunteer to run me 10 for miles. <laughs> well, no. I. Here's the thing. If I'm dressing up like Lefou, I'm I'm doing a 5K. Lefou doesn't run a 10 miler. Lefou runs true. a 5K. Probably true. <laughs> oh my well, gosh. That's oh, awesome. <laughs> well, folks, that about does it for this week's episode of the Mouse Ears Podcast. Don't forget to join our Mouse Ears Podcast Facebook group uh, and our Instagram page, Mouse Ears Blog, for all the latest news and episode details. And also, if you're interested in having one of our wonderful agents book your next trip, visit fairytalejourneystravel.com or shoot us a DM. Um, and then lastly... Steph, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at FTJ by Stephanie PG or on Facebook at Fairytale Journeys by Stephanie Perret Gentile. Kara, where can they find you? On both Facebook and Instagram at Fairytale Journeys by Kara, Kara with a K, and on TikTok, Diz Kara, D I S underscore Kara. And you can find me on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, Fairytale Journeys by Brooks, and on Instagram and TikTok, FTJ by Brooks. And Joffrey's, if you can reach me at, fair, at FTJ by Brooks at gmail.com. We always have to mention Joffrey's at least once mm-hmm. in the Disney episode. Always. So, on behalf of Kira, 
uh, Steph, myself, and Kelton. Uh, <laughs> until next episode, thanks, everyone. Um, leave Kelton. us a review on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Until next time, guys. Adios. <laughs>